Just a heads up for you, it's your last chance to get your tickets to Business of Cannabis, the New York City sessions next week. Despite general optimism around the possibilities in New York, uncertainty remains around the market rollout with key questions left unanswered. Business of Cannabis, the New York City sessions returns to New York next week on Wednesday, June 7th to discuss new regulations and what comes next for operators. Join us at Work and Roll in the heart of the Big Apple for an intimate night of talks, networking, an open bar providing beer and wine all night, plus a dedicated cannabis consumption lounge. Speakers include Axel Burnaby, Chief of Staff and Senior Policy Director for the New York State Office of Cannabis Management, Jeff Julio, partner at Millennial Strategies, Gia Morin, President of Women Grow, Ethan Nadelman, founder and former executive director of Drug Policy Alliance, and Jeffrey Frinkel, CEO of ArcView. The last few tickets are available via CannabisNewYork.live or via the Business of Cannabis Eventbrite page. This week's top stories. Minnesota governor signs bill legalizing recreational cannabis starting in August. Florida Supreme Court sets a schedule for legal challenge to 2024 cannabis legalization ballot initiative. Cannabis producer Canopy set to buy 20% of Indiva. Texas bills to decriminalize cannabis and allow cannabis as an opioid alternative for pain patients die in Senate. Q1 cannabis sales in California fall to $1.25 million, lowest level since pandemic. Canada's Competition Bureau pushes for cannabis legislation changes to boost competition and displace illicit market. Unpaid cannabis tax in Canada balloons to almost 200 million Canadian dollars. And Nevada legislature tells Congress to federally legalize cannabis through newly passed resolution. Welcome along to this week's episode of Cannabis Weekly. If you haven't already, please do follow us in whichever podcast app you love the most. We really love Apple Podcasts. And now, on with the show. Minnesota, Minnesota Governor signs bill legalizing recreational cannabis. Minnesota Democratic Governor Tim Waltz signed a bill Tuesday to legalize recreational cannabis for people over the age of 21, starting in August, according to the Huron Daily Tribune. Under the new law, cannabis will be legal by August the 1st to possess, use and grow at home. Possession of cannabis flour will be limited to two pounds at home and two ounces, that's 56 grams, in public. Other possession caps include 800 milligrams of THC in gummies and other edibles and eight grams of cannabis concentrate. Minnesotans who've been convicted of misdemeanor or petty misdemeanor possession will also get their records automatically expunged Jesse Ventura, Minnesota's governor from 1999 to 2003, commented, For me personally, it's very wonderful to see a dream of yours over 20 years ago finally happen today, and I'm still alive to see it. Florida Supreme Court sets a schedule for the legal challenge. As reported by Marijuana Moment, Florida's Supreme Court is taking first steps to consider a legal challenge from Attorney General Ashley Moody, a Republican, who's seeking to invalidate a cannabis legalization initiative that an industry-funded campaign is seeking to place on the 2024 ballot. Initial briefings are due by June 12th, with subsequent reply briefs required by July 5th and 12th. According to the publication, Moody claimed that the initiative violates the state constitution's single-subject rule, which requires ballot proposals to be narrowly focused on an individual issue. 
cannabis producer cannot be set to buy 20% of Indiva. MJ Biz Daily reports that Canopy Growth has reached a deal to acquire a 19.99% stake in edibles maker Indiva. At the same time, it's also gained control of all distribution and sales of Wana branded products in Canada, one of the top cannabis edibles brands in North America. Canopy said that the ideal is consistent with its asset light strategy. Canopy CEO David Klein said in a statement, By better aligning our ownership position in Wana throughout North America, we expect to accelerate the introduction of product innovation in Canada that's already proven enormously popular in the United States. Texas bills for pain patients die in Senate. Texas House passed bills to decriminalize cannabis, facilitate expungements, and allow chronic patients to access medical cannabis as an opioid alternative are officially dead for the year, according to Marijuana Moment. Senate leadership is refusing to bring up the measures for consideration ahead of Monday's end of the legislative session, writes the publication, and that Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick has continued what has effectively been a years-long blockade on cannabis legislation by not advancing the bills to the floor, they say. Representative Stephanie Click, a Republican who sponsored the medical cannabis expansion bill, stated, It's a really missed opportunity to help patients. We'll try again next session. This really is something that has changed the lives of some patients, and we need to keep working. Q1 cannabis sales fall to lowest levels since pandemic. MJ Biz Daily reports that first quarter cannabis sales in California slid to 1,249,584,223 dollars, the lowest quarterly total since the onset of COVID-19. Sales were down 5.9% from the same quarter a year ago, and the publication highlights that if projections hold true, cannabis sales would fall for the second consecutive year in the world's largest regulated market. According to MJBiz, as well as high taxes, competition from the illicit market, and wide swathes of the state still lacking retail access, a credit crisis has engulfed the California industry. To tackle the problems, a number of California cannabis brands, wholesalers, and producers have launched financial stability for California cannabis to confront complex debt problems affecting the entire supply chain. Canada's Competition Bureau pushes for legislation to boost competition. Canada's Competition Bureau has expressed its support for changes to cannabis legislation in order to boost competition and displace the illicit market, according to proactive investors. The Bureau is recommending adjustments to THC limits, relaxing restrictions on cannabis packaging and marketing, and easing regulations on promotion and labelling. It believes that increased competition will lead to innovation, more choices, and higher quality products for consumers, and a reduction in illegal market activities. The Bureau also suggests reducing compliance costs and reviewing the excise duties framework. These recommendations come as a response to a survey revealing that nearly half of cannabis users exclusively purchase from legal sources. Unpaid cannabis tax in Canada balloons to almost 200 million. Federally licensed cannabis producers owed the Canada Revenue Agency $192.7 million Canadian dollars as of March 31, 2023, a more than threefold increase over the 2021-2022 fiscal years, $52.4 million Canadian dollars, according to MJBiz Daily. 
Against this backdrop, the publication notes that the Canada Revenue Agency has been increasing the pressure on producers with outstanding payments. Government has acknowledged the need for recalibration as early as 18 months ago, but continued inaction has pushed the entire industry, especially small businesses, to a critical breaking point, said Dan Sutton, CEO of British Columbia-based cannabis producer Tantalus Labs. Nevada Legislature Tells Congress to Federally Legalize Cannabis The legislation states that cannabis has many well-documented medical uses, yet remains a Schedule I drug under the Federal Controlled Substances Act, alongside heroin, according to Marijuana Moment. The resolution notes that Nevada voters have approved ballot initiatives to legalize medical and recreational marijuana. A state district court ruled last year that the State Board of Pharmacy's designation of cannabis as a Schedule I substance is unconstitutional. Because of the federal classification of marijuana, patients are unable to receive medical insurance prescription health coverage for cannabis, and they're also not covered under health savings accounts. There is a lack of access to banking services that forces many licensed businesses to operate on a cash-only basis that makes them targets of crime. Marijuana does not belong in Schedule 1 of the Controlled Substances Act, a classification intended for exceptionally dangerous substances with high potential for abuse and no currently accepted medical use, the resolution says. And now, Europe's headlines. Spain's six-month overdue medical cannabis regulation is expected imminently. The Spanish Pain Society has demanded that the government deliver on its promise to regulate medical cannabis during its XIX National Congress, according to Dario Pharma. This comes amid new concerns that last week's local and regional elections, which painted a worrying picture for the Socialist Party's prospects in the upcoming parliamentary elections in July, could mean the bills under threat of being scrapped entirely. Weeks before the demands were made, the Spanish government at last acknowledged the delays to the now long-overdue medical cannabis regulation, suggesting that a report will be presented this week. In his first appearance before the Health Commission of the Lower House earlier this month, José Manuel Mignones, the Spanish Health Minister, apologised for the six-month delay in publishing the regulatory framework. Amsterdam enforces a public smoking ban. Smoking cannabis in public in Amsterdam's De Wallen district, better known as the Red Light District, is now officially forbidden for both tourists and local residents, following an overwhelming vote from the city council. While public consumption was never officially legalized in the city, from May the 25th, 2023, authorities are expected to begin cracking down on the activity as local residents continue their campaign to reduce nuisance tourism. The municipality's general local bylaws will now grant authorities the power to issue fines of 100 euros to anyone who continues smoking in public after previously being warned. This marks the latest development in a long-running effort by local residents to tackle the grim atmosphere brought about by intoxicated tourists, with many stating they're structurally and excessively bothered by the crowds and nuisance caused by mass tourism and substance abuse in the public space. Lithuania moves towards decriminalization. The CIMAS, Lithuania's parliament, has now approved the national agenda on drug, tobacco and alcohol control, consumption, prevention and harm reduction until 2035. It's understood the 12-year-old proposals include measures which would see the possession, acquisition, storage and transportation of small amounts of cannabis decriminalized. According to Lithuanian news publication LRT, 
The CMAS did not support a group of parliamentarians pushed to delete the decriminalization proposals from the bill. As Business of Cannabis reported last month, under the proposals, anyone found with small amounts of cannabis would be issued with a warning at a fine of between 50 euros and 300 euros rather than receive criminal penalties. Luxembourg published cannabis legislation proposals. Earlier this month, Luxembourg's Health and Justice Ministries published their long-awaited proposals for an adult-use cannabis legalization pilot project. In April, Luxembourg's Minister of Health, Paulette Lennart, informed local news that she was confident a draft law would be submitted to the government council in the near future following a two-year effort to drag the proposals across the line. Said proposals, dubbed Experimental Device for Legal Access to Cannabis for Non-Medical Purposes, have now been published. Under the suggested framework, local citizens will be allowed to possess up to three grams of cannabis and grow up to four plants at home. In an effort to retain the promise of a fully-fledged commercial market, the proposals also call for the establishment of a retail market in which residents will be allowed to purchase up to 30 grams a month with a maximum of 5 grams per day, though it's understood this will be part of a second phase of measures. AstraZeneca and Clever leaves partner to establish international supply agreement for medical cannabis extracts in Czech Republic and Switzerland. Clever leaves holding Inc. A global medicinal cannabis company announced the arrival of the first shipment of medical cannabis extracts from Colombia to Switzerland-based partner AstraZeneca Holding. This marks the first commercial shipment for Clever Leaves to Switzerland, where AstraZeneca is an established medical cannabis distributor. Additionally, Clever Leaves and AstraZeneca are preparing for the first shipment of medical cannabis extracts to the Czech Republic, where AstraZeneca has pharmaceutical operations and manages its own pharmacy specializing in the sale of medical cannabis. The supply agreement between Clever Leaves and AstraZeneca will allow Clever Leaves to expand into new European markets and further solidify its position as a global provider of medical cannabis. Switzerland and the Czech Republic have both seen recent legislative changes in favor of medical cannabis and are at the forefront of the emerging European cannabis industry. 4C Labs says new supply deal opens door for a new wave of Canadian medical cannabis in the UK. 4C Labs has announced a new tie-up with Canadian cannabis producer Bizam, which will see it import 1,200 kilos of medical cannabis into the UK over the next two years. The UK-based company, which operates its own 55,000-square-feet growing facility in Guernsey, believes the deal will enable it to establish a dominant foothold in the developing UK market. Beyond this, however, 4C Labs suggests the tie-up represents the front end of the wedge for a new and vastly improved influx of medical cannabis imports from a new wave of Canadian producers. These products will address the demands of UK medical cannabis consumers for better priced products with improved quality, said Craig Dobbin, 4C Lab CEO. As always, you can read more about all of these stories at businessofcannabis.com. Cannabis Events We've got a few upcoming events to invite you to. We hope to see you there. As mentioned earlier in the episode, Business of Cannabis, the New York City Sessions, returns to New York next week. The last few tickets are available via CannabisNewYork.live or Eventbrite. Then we've got Business of Cannabis New York in October on the 4th. We'll once again bring together the most influential businesses, financial institutions, and policymakers from across the sector for a packed one-day program providing best-in-class networking opportunities with key industry figures, sought-after insights, and a trusted knowledge hub for the New York cannabis industry. Get your tickets today and join us on October the 4th in New York. 
Venice Cannabis Europa 2024. After a hugely successful event in London last week, tickets are already on sale for Cannabis Europa 2024. Next year will be the 10th installment of Europe's premier B2B Cannabis Conference and Expo. Tickets are on sale via Eventbrite and Cannabis-Europa.com and you'll find the links for all these events in the show notes. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Cannabis Weekly. If you'd like to find out more about Business of Cannabis and all that we do, get yourself over to businessofcannabis.com. If you haven't yet, please give us a review via your favorite app of choice, especially if that's Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, I'll speak to you again next week on another episode of Cannabis Weekly.